Hello, and welcome to our Celts Language Weeks podcast. In this ninth episode, I'm going to give an overview of activities which you and your students can undertake whilst in Edinburgh. What is there for you and your students to do? Where are most activities situated? Which is the cheapest? What is free? And of course, how we at Celts can help you. Improve your students' English with Celts from coolscott-tours.com Listen, learn about bringing your school groups to Scotland on a language week and discover Scotland's warmth with your host, David McCarthy. Edinburgh is Scotland's capital city and has a long and at times turbulent history. This means there's plenty to see and do in Edinburgh. Sometimes, of course, plenty to see and do means it's difficult to make a choice. So we're here to help. I'm going to start this overview by talking about activities for which there is an entrance fee the so-called visitor attractions. The first thing for you to realise is that Edinburgh, certainly in the centre, is a city of two halves. There is the old town and the new town. The old town is dominated by its castle, built on an extinct volcano. There are many old buildings, narrow streets, high buildings, paths to explore, known as venals or closes, and of course the main street in the old town is known as the Royal Mile, and it leads from the castle downhill to the palace of Holyrood House. The new town is built the other side of a drained loch. There are newer buildings, wider streets, and it is essentially shopping and residential accommodation. Given the two halves of the town, it would perhaps be no surprise for you to know that tourists flock to the old town, and this is where the majority of paid-for attractions are located. The old town is a 10-minute walk, slightly uphill, from Princess Street, which is the main street in the centre of the city. The first attraction I'm going to mention is Edinburgh Castle. It is situated at the top of the Royal Mile and dominates the city's skyline, sitting as it does on top of an extinct volcano. It is home to Scotland's crown jewels and it is at the top of many people's wish list to visit. It is extremely popular. To gain access to it, you walk up the Royal Mile and cross the Esplanade, a big square where, in August, Scotland's military tattoo takes place. If you don't want to queue for ages at busy times, you will need to pre-book tickets in advance. It is comparatively expensive. Nonetheless, most groups will visit the castle. When you leave the castle and begin walking down the Royal Mile, 
One of the first buildings you'll see on the left-hand side is known as Camera Obscura. Originally home to a telescope, its high building affords great views over the city. Now there is a chance to experience five floors of interactive, hands-on, optical illusions, tricks and fun things to do. Amongst others, this includes a vortex tunnel, a mirror maze and a shrinking room. Camera Obscura is popular with students and groups need to be booked in advance. It is open seven days a week. However, at present, due to COVID, group bookings are not being taken. Not far past Camera Obscura on the Royal Mile, but on the right-hand side, is the Scotch Whiskey Experience. Please note, this is not a distillery. It is an opportunity to learn about whiskey. If you enter, one of the attractions is a whiskey barrel ride through Scotch whiskey production. You will have an introduction to whiskey aromas or smells. And your visit will include a wee dram or a soft drink. This is your choice or will be age dependent. They boast the world's largest collection of Scotch whisky and your students would receive a tasting glass complimentary as part of the visit. Nonetheless, the Scotch whisky experience is less popular with student groups. You would need to book in advance, but it is open seven days a week. Right now, because of COVID, groups might not gain access. Continuing further down the Royal Mile, on the left-hand side, you will come across the real Mary King's Close. This is an underground attraction. In fact, it has Edinburgh's only preserved 17th century street. You can explore this together with old town alleyways and you will be guided round by costumed characters who will tell you about the life and tales of what it was like to live there. This attraction is popular with groups, but it is essential to book in advance. At the bottom of the Royal Mile, opposite the Scottish Parliament, is the Palace of Holyrood House. This is the Queen's official residence when she is in Edinburgh. It is a historic building and a visit will give you an insight to royal palaces. You would see state apartments, the throne room, the great gallery. However, it is less popular with students. It cannot be booked in advance unless you are doing a private guided tour. And it is sometimes shut if there is a royal visit taking place. Another city centre attraction is the Edinburgh Dungeon. If you walk from Princes Street, cross Waverley Bridge and turn left just past the Lothian Travel Shop, you will find it on the left-hand side. It is an underground walk-through attraction. Live actors take you through theatrical sets, scary special effects and tell you about the history. There is an underground ride. Visits must be pre-booked due to COVID. 
It tends to be popular with groups under the age of 18. A 20-minute bus ride from Princess Street will take you to Ocean Terminal in Leith. Ocean Terminal is an indoor shopping centre. If you go inside the shopping centre and go up to the second floor, then you get access to the Royal Yacht Britannia. This was formerly the Queen's yacht that she used to travel round the world. And it's the last in a long line of royal yachts. You have the opportunity to tour all five decks. Amongst other things, you can view the royal bedroom, the banqueting suite, and look at the engines below decks. It is of interest to some groups, but pre-booking is essential to avoid queues. Currently, there is restricted opening due to COVID. Many groups do one or two evening activities during their week in Edinburgh, and ghost tours are very popular with student groups. There are many different ones on offer. They all start on the Royal Mile, and it is usually essential to pre-book a group. Here at Celts, we can help you with this. Another very popular evening activity is Scottish Cayley dancing. This is only available one evening on a week, and it is essential to pre-book a group. Unfortunately, due to COVID, these are not currently taking place. Some teachers wish to take their students to a cinema of an evening. There are a variety of cinemas in central Edinburgh, but you cannot pre-book groups. Another evening activity is 10-pin bowling. We can help arrange this and it is essential to pre-book a group. That will give you an idea of some of the paid-for attractions that you can visit in Edinburgh. Now the question is, which of these is the cheapest? Well, perhaps surprisingly, Edinburgh Castle, despite its high ticket price, may well offer you the opportunity to get you and your students in free of charge. You would have to talk to us at Celts about this and we can tell you how this may be possible. I would need to say this is not possible all year round though. The next cheapest activities would typically be Cayley dancing and ghost tours. Going to the cinema or doing tempin bowling might possibly be a similar price, depending on the day of the week that you choose to go. Here at Celts, we are sometimes able to offer reduced ticket price entry for you and your students to various attractions because we have negotiated discounts with some of these places. These reduced ticket prices are only available to groups doing a Celts Language Week with us. So far, I've spoken about paid activities. But what can you and your students do that doesn't cost anything? Well, there are some places you can visit free of charge. Perhaps the most popular is the Scottish Parliament. Situated at the bottom of the Royal Mile, it is an iconic building designed by a Spanish architect. They offer half-hour guided 
tours or the opportunity to explore by yourself. However, it's not open for tours every day of the week and it is essential to pre-book groups a long time in advance. Most groups do visit the Parliament if they are able to secure a slot. Other than the Scottish Parliament, popular places to visit free of charge are art galleries. The Scottish National Gallery, situated on Prince's Street, is one of these, and the Scottish National Portrait Gallery, situated on Queen Street. However, at the Portrait Gallery, because of COVID, you now must book your visit in advance. The National Museum of Scotland, situated on Chamber Street in the Old Town, is perhaps the most popular museum that groups visit. Again, due to COVID, you need to book a visit in advance. Other than the aforementioned buildings, which you can visit free of charge, what can you do outside on a nice day? Well, there are a number of walks that many groups go on. Perhaps the most popular is to climb what is known as Arthur's Seat, which is the extinct volcano situated above Edinburgh. There is also a popular walk known as the Waters of Leith, and you can walk alongside the river through Edinburgh. The Botanic Gardens are also popular, and some groups choose to get on a bus and go to the beach. There are two beaches. One is at Portobello, and the other one at a place called Cramond, where, if you're there at the right time, you can cross a causeway and walk to an island in the middle of the water. Do be careful to check the tide times before you do this. The most popular park for students to go to is known as Princess Street Gardens, right next to Princess Street in the middle of the city. Another park known as the Meadows is frequented by Edinburgh University students, that is, the other side of the old town. Finally, of course, students can go shopping. The Royal Mile has plenty of tourist shops, although they are a little expensive. Princes Street has your ordinary high street shops, and George Street has some of the more expensive designer shops. If you've taken a bus outside of the city centre to Leith, we've already mentioned Ocean Terminal, it's an indoor shopping centre. A short bus ride to an affluent area of Edinburgh known as Stockbridge affords the opportunity to browse the charity shops where very many good quality clothes will be found at cheap prices. Well, that's a brief overview of some of the activities that you and your students can do in Edinburgh. If you found it useful and wish to hear more, be sure to subscribe to our Kilts Language Weeks podcast on Apple's podcast app, iTunes, or whichever method you use to listen to podcasts. In our next episode, I'll be talking about coach tours 
and places you and your students can visit outside of Edinburgh when on a Celts Language Week. Well, that's us for now. If you want to learn more, head over to coolscott-tours.com and take a read of our blog or follow our Instagram account at coolscott.tours where we look forward to helping you discover Scotland's warmth. Until next time, as the Scots say, Lang may your lam reek.